Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's by the Coach Steve Show podcast. I think that's a better way to maybe say it. Logan is back. Is, we got to figure out how, how yeah, that's got to be, uh, is it Geek Corner presented by Coach Steve podcast? Or is it the Coach, Coach Steve podcast presents Geek Corner? Or I don't know. I probably should have said Sponsored by. I should have said this before we recorded. Insert, co- insert sponsor's name. We've been doing this for a while. We got to fi- figure out the actual verbiage on this. Yeah, Coach had sent me a message saying, just make a whole nother YouTube thing and make another podcast. And I said, well, I could, but schedules have to align. And I mean, you can do multiple feeds, but yeah, again, it's, I mean, if it's just when, when I'm on, is that what Geek Corner is? I mean, I know you've done a lot of, you know, solo stuff where you've talked about like, you know, I know you did a whole solo thing about Spider-Man and all that stuff. So would that be considered part of the Geek Corner thing? I don't know. That's your. I need your permission. You're the entertainment expert. You don't I'm need just, my permission to do anything. You're the. Sh- this is your show. I'm just here for the fun of it. But yes, I think it should be Geek Corner presented by the Coach Steve Show and Logan's permission. It's going to be a long <laughs> Geek Corner featuring Coach Steve and and Logan. I don't know something. We'll we'll work we'll work that out. We'll work that out. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, No basketball since Wednesday. Uh, Is that because is that pre previously like scheduled that way, or did you have issues uh, to shut down? We've only had one issue. Another team had a COVID 
I don't know if outbreak's the right word. They just had throughout all their athletics. Yeah. And we didn't play them. That's the only time we have not had a problem. Uh, believe it or not, some kids and other sports programs are just getting the flu. They're not getting anything else. So, yeah. Um, which is nice to hear because when you hear kids around, but yeah, that was planned. Uh, we actually almost had the whole week off. We had our Christmas tournament for sophomores the week before, but then a team wanted to play us. So we just scheduled it on a Wednesday. We were like, sure, we'll play. Okay. But yeah, that was scheduled. Uh, just been watching football. How's life with you? I know you went home. I went home, but I was only there for a few yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a crazy couple weeks. Everything was super busy leading up to Christmas. We uh, we stayed up here for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and we we did stuff with Allison's family. Um, so we hosted uh, her family on Christmas Eve, and then hosted some people Christmas morning. Her parents, um, and then uh, Christmas night we were at her grandmother's. And then we made the drive down to Oakwood uh, the day after Christmas and did a full day of Christmas with my family. And then I stayed down there for like the next four days and did literally nothing. And it was wonderful. Uh, ate, ate a lot um, and watched, watched some TV, watching football, watched some movies. was planning to go to an Illinois basketball game. Uh, mm. I never, I hadn't bought the tickets yet, but I was, I didn't know if I was going to be there that night, but like I was going to buy tickets and go to that game that ended up uh, ultimately getting canceled. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. So um, yeah, I'd seen such Spider-Man and I watched Hawkeye and everything. I knew we wanted to do this, uh, but yeah, it's just been a, it's just been a crazy few weeks. So back, back now uh, in South Bend in my home office um, and uh, ready to go back to work this week. Unfortunately, I took, took oh. the week off. So that was nice to, not have to worry about that stuff. And now it's the, the absolute scariest of Sunday scaries, uh, today. So I thought about taking tomorrow off, like, you know, I just need one more. Allison has it off. Uh, her office is closed tomorrow. Um, so she gets that, but I, I'm not going to take another day off. So, um, yeah, it's just been a crazy time trying to get to as many movies as possible. I'm, I'm over 50, um for for 2021 movies um at by the, this point last year i had hit even in a pandemic year i'd hit like 70 or something like that so i'm really behind um but you'll be happy to, spider-man is certainly even with all the other movies i've seen spider-man is still towards the very top of my list so we'll talk about that here soon i know i'm just very happy with myself that i did not have any spoilers for it i was very proud of myself yeah because um, yeah, there's been other stuff this year where I've gotten like I've seen something, and even YouTube had it like that day on Thursday. Yeah. I'm like, oh I my know. god, or that Wednesday. I was like, it's oh my god. But we'll get to all that. But like, yeah, it was crazy. Now I have to say I feel guilty doing the other podcast about Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange by myself without you. But it was it's okay. It was mainly me being my own therapist. Like I have to talk I, about this. I understand. I listened to part of it. Um, and, uh, I, I really would have liked to have done it with you at the time. It was just, unfortunately, it was mm-hmm. just a super busy couple of weeks for me. So trying to fit in my own podcast and all the other stuff I had going on. It was just, it's a very busy time of year. So trying to crank out, I haven't even, haven't even watched uh, the first episode of the Boba Fett show yet. No. Um, I'll get to that at some point. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, I listened to some of that. I would have loved to have been on that with you. There are times where I just wish that I had a great podcasting setup in my car because I spend a lot of time by myself in my car and I would love to just like, you know, be able to, t- to talk with somebody while I'm driving somewhere um, just because that's just a good time mm-hmm. that I'm sitting sitting there, as, as I said, by myself and I could, you know, get out my thoughts. Like that's something I might actually look to do. It's not like I'm spending hours and hours and hours a day in my car, but there are times where I would like to have some the ability to do that. I don't know if that's even a realistic thing, but I, mean, I guess it's not wouldn't be that difficult. Just need a microphone because I can just do it from my phone. You could buy one so, of those fancy clip microphones I plug yeah. into the iPhone. I don't know Anchor, that it would be yeah. I don't know that it would be video quality. Um, but no, audio you could at least do an audio. So I don't know. It might be something to look for. Anchor does now, that in the future. You can record on Anchor. Yeah. Or or there's an app for only iPhones called Colorcast. It's where people can commentate on sports. I've seen that being advertised, and I've seen you you're using that now. You liking that? Yeah, because they've changed it. At first, it was just Apple, so I couldn't do it. Till I got the iPhone. Then it was just commentating sports, which is weird by yourself. When you try it, it's weird. Yeah. But now they've changed it to where you can do it, like a live podcast if you wanted to. It's just audio. Yeah. Um, I like it because our sports network has worked with them since day one. Okay. So it's getting to the point where they may start paying us just a little bit. We just got to wait. Yeah. Craig and I have talked about doing something, maybe using that or another service or something, because we, we've talked about doing like live live broadcasts, live streams during like Illinois basketball games or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about using either that type of a service or, or whatever. Um, just trying to figure out, you know, the best way for us to do that based on the technology that we have, mainly the technology that I have, because as you are aware, I use an iPad to do these shows, which works really fine when you're using Zoom. But some of these other uh, software um, programs that I know some people use, like yourself, uh, doesn't really work with that. So um, I'm trying to, you know, figure out the best uh, best method for that. I did get a new computer over the holiday, so that was really cool. Um, I will say though that this MacBook Air, as great as the computer is, it is, and I was warned of this ahead of time. But the the camera on it is not good. Hmm. It is a awful quality. Not that it's really that important when you're doing a show like this. It's mainly audio, but like the camera quality on this iPad is incredible. And like this thing is just, it's not good. Um, whatever. Hmm. I don't plan on using it for that, but you know, just something to, I have it at least as an option, but right. uh, it's, it's not the best for that. So you can buy a cheap, I don't know. This webcam I got was like 15 yeah. bucks. Yeah, no, that, that would be the next step for me. Uh, would be to do that. Um, I kind of like the iPad setup, though. I, mm-hmm. It works pretty well for me. But yeah, that's that's definitely something to consider down the road. Yeah, I mean, once in a great while, you guys do a live show on StreamYard with the laptop and the rest of the time. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys would be yep. great. You two would be great on the color cast commentating a game. Yeah, I think that we've be, talked about that. You guys would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And Logan is a podcast host of No One Asked Us. Yes, yes. No One Asked Us uh, with me and Craig Schote. We talk a lot about Illinois sports and other sports. And I try to get some of my movie stuff in there, too. Um, but we it, we just tend to have a lot to talk about in the world of sports. So it's fine. Maybe one day I'll branch off and do, you know, like six different episodes a week like you do. But um, hey, I, made I haven't a, got there yet. I almost had a thousand listens this month. I was pretty happy with. That's that's wonderful that's awesome really like that's incredible i don't know that we 
I've ever gotten to a thousand listens. So Facebook groups, Facebook groups. Oh, is that what it is? Share it on Facebook there in those? groups. Yeah. Okay. You literally type okay. in podcast and there's groups you can go on there and share it with, but it is a pain when you're like in 15 of them, you have to copy and paste, copy and paste and put it in there. Yeah. Um, that would be a lot. Uh, where else do I put it? I think that's really the only place. And the I mean, podcast tweet, people obviously it. tweet it out, but yeah. But the reason why there's that many listens, because there is five episodes a week. That's why. Yeah. When we do, we do one a week. A couple times we've done a second episode if there was like an emergency type of thing. But, um, but yeah, we're a, we're a one a week show right now. We might, that might change at some point, but uh, we're, we're still trying to, to grow the show. We're going on about a year though. Yeah. Um, we're, we're at like episode 47 or something like that. I think we started in either late January or early February of last year. So going on almost a full year of doing it. This will probably come out tomorrow. I think it'll be two fifty eight. Wow. Look at that. That's awesome. You're doing, you're doing a heck of a job. No, I got to start making money because this is getting, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I can, I can understand that. How's my sound? Do I sound great? Yeah, sounds can, fantastic. Can you, can you hear me well? Okay, yeah. my microphone's kind of far away. I didn't know if you could hear me or not. Okay, wonderful. How do I sound? Oh, Does you, it sound good? You sound great. There we go. That's all that matters. No, no, no. It's you because I'm getting tired <laughs> of being by myself. Okay. That's why when I did. So let's chat. Yeah, let's chat. We'll do Spider Man first, just because I think that's the okay. big one. I mean, yeah, Spider Man. Never heard of it. Is that, I, a, is that a TV show? I, I don't know book? who is Spider-Man. New comic book that came out? I don't know who Spider-Man is, though. Well, That's... you should probably give the spoiler warning now, Steve. Oh, it's been long enough, but okay. Spoiler warning for who has never seen Spider-Man No Way Home. I, um, I want to say an overall thing. Okay. Marvel is the best at hiding things. Because stuff in the trailer never happened in the movie. Some uh, things. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that usually happens. Um, oftentimes, their trailers feature at least a scene or a clip that doesn't actually translate uh, into the movie or that they've removed people from the movie. I think we talked about it on the show before, but there was a, there was a clip in the Endgame trailer mm-hmm. that featured some characters standing outside of the Avengers headquarters, but there was clearly a spot missed like a person missing, but we didn't know who it was and ended up being pepper pots. And there was another um, thing in the, I believe is the infinity war trailer where like a bunch of the Avengers are all running towards somebody and the Hulk's in the background, but the Hulk isn't actually in that scene in the movie. Uh, So yeah, that's just a regular thing for them. Um, They're, they're incredible. And hiding some of this stuff. Now, granted, stuff gets leaked. Um, I don't know if you saw the leaked images um, that were floating around the internet at one point, but stuff. So stuff is going to get leaked. But for all things, all things considered, they do a pretty damn good job of of keeping things out uh, from from the public. And they've gotten Tom Holland's gotten better at not uh, spoiling anything too. <laughs> um, I probably should ask this before we record. Do you want to go? Movie by movie, or just talk about the whole movie, and we just, just random, whatever. Because that episode whatever. I did by myself, I have it typed, Logan, literally from what happened all the way down. Because <laughs> I've seen it twice. I have seen it twice. So I was able to like really okay. look at it. Can I just say that 
I've only been in a theater one other time that the theater has erupted, and that was Endgame. Endgame, yeah. This one, it erupted three or four times, just erupted. Now, I will say the third time, a woman told me, said, shut the hell up, because they, she couldn't stand it no more. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yikes. But I will say, you're the movie expert. That is an awesome thing to be a part of a theater that just erupts. Yeah. And I loved yeah. it. And then when I went and saw it the second time, it still erupted the same. Because I saw it opening night just like you did. It erupted. I saw it on that Saturday or that Sunday. It still erupted. And yeah. uh, one thing I want to say, I'm going to jump ahead. Don't leave the okay. theater when a Marvel movie's over. The amount of people no. that left. No. The amount of people that left, I'm like, what are you doing? Especially the second time I saw, I saw people leaving. I actually had to say, hey, guys, wait. You have to wait. Then they saw the first one. I said, no, you have to wait for the next one. Um, I liked how it started. I loved how this movie started because of the pace. And I listened to some people talk about that. They loved the pace of how quick, like, he had to escape the people how it literally picked up right where uh, Far From Home left off. Yep. I absolutely loved it. I don't know if you thought it was too, like, boom, boom, boom. I loved it. It was kind of like Infinity War, where it immediately picks up. It starts hot and heavy with Thanos coming in. This one, he has to swing through. He's got to get away from everybody. I loved how it just was, like, immediate. Yeah. Immediate. Yeah. I don't know if you thought that. Because some people thought it was too much. They're, like, easy No, I, I was fine with it. I had no issues with that. Um I, some of the issues that I did have with the movie were in the first uh, 20, 30 minutes, uh, but I don't think it was really the pacing. I, I really thought that that was really well done. Um, we're in the third of these movies now. We don't need setup. We don't need um, we don't need any more origin stories. Uh, they just went straight into it. They they gave us they let us know where we were in terms of time that we're picking up right after the second one. And they just went straight into it. I really like that. I think that was a that was a strong a strong way to do it. They had a lot to cover in this movie. Yes. They had a lot of characters to bring in. Uh, granted, they didn't really have to introduce any characters, which was a benefit to them. Usually in these movies, you're introducing a new villain or a new side character, or whatever. Wasn't the case here. Um, they gave us a reintroduction, maybe mm-hmm. of some characters, but there was no. There was no uh, uh, introducing of anybody. Um, so that they were able to just go straight into everything and let us know this is the setup. This is the premise. This is how this is going to go. And they just went for it. And I thought that that was really well done. I agree. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing at some of your problems with it because I might have had the same problems. Okay. Um, well, first of all, when Dared, when uh, spoilers, this is all spoilers. <laughs> When you have uh, Mr. Daredevil himself pop in. Yep, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Now, I will say, I have not seen that whole series, but at least I have a Correct. premise. I haven't either. I have a premise of what he was. Right. After this movie, I went home and started watching it. I was like, I have to. If they're gonna it's, start- it's a good show. I hadn't watched it the first time. Um, I tried to watch it before this show, before this movie came out, because I had heard rumblings that it might happen. Um, I didn't get very far into it before I eventually got to the movie, but it's it's a really good show. Yeah, so I would say that I'm enjoying the first season because I saw bits once in a while. I've seen episodes. Yeah. I know the premise because spoilers. You probably should know something else about that show for Hawkeye. I'm just saying. So I <laughs> I knew, but I went back and watched it. But anyway, that one. 
I liked the only part I didn't like was how short he was in there for. But you're right; they would almost have they wouldn't have to reintroduce him. But I also think they're just setting it up for something, which was fine. But at the time, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Why was he only there for two minutes?" Yeah, I didn't like that there was no court scene. Like all of a sudden, his legal problems were gone. Yep. Now again, this is a two and a half hour movie. Right. I, I heard there was a scene for that, and they cut it. So that was a problem yes. I had with the beginning. I don't know if you had a, I, I did. I don't know if you yes, had a problem. Well, to go back to your pacing, yes, that that was an issue, though. I agree with you. I think they did rush through all of that. Um, I I agree. I thought the pacing at the very beginning was strong yes. to go into it. But then my issue was the pacing after that with the Charlie Cox thing. Mm-hmm. With the the court, yes, they rush through the the legal issues, um, and then I'll just kind of give you the next issue. I, they just rush through the whole thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I my biggest issue with the movie was the setup. Like uh, Doctor Strange just kind of lets this happen. I just don't understand that part of it. Um, it seems to me, and I've heard other people talk about this too, so this is not totally an original thought, but this is similar to my thought on it. I felt like they knew where they wanted this movie to go, but they weren't sure exactly how to get there. <laughs> so they kind of just made it up along the way. And I just thought the whole, I thought the setup for this is, I, I was fine with, you know, the whole, um, I want to, I don't want to be known. I don't want everybody to know that I'm Spider-Man thing. He goes to Dr. Strange for help. I don't mind that. Uh, But everything that happens after that from trying to convince Dr. Strange to do this and then for Dr. Strange to go along with it, I thought was strange, no pun intended. And then for him to, you know, for them to keep throwing in all these caveats to this spell. And then for Dr. Strange to essentially botch the spell. I just didn't. I didn't totally buy all that. I thought that was a lot. Um, I just thought they kind of rushed through that part. So that for me was like the biggest issue I had. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. There was a report that the Doctor Strange movie was supposed to come out before Spider-Man. I think you and I had messaged and they had to go back and change it because of COVID issues. So they had to change the storyline of Spider-Man. So I don't know if that's why it felt rushed or felt the way it did. And then I went back and listened to some podcasts where people talk about this. One person was like, yeah, why would Dr. Strange let this happen? And they said, well, he even says like, Hey, we've used this spell for lesser things. You know, and that's when he asked Wong, like, don't you remember, you don't remember that part. You remember that party, right? And he goes, what party? He goes, exactly. So yeah. they said, because he's used the spell before in his mind, he's probably like, this isn't a big deal. We've done it before. So did so maybe that's why he thought that way. And then I said this. Well, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme now. Like, he's in charge. Yes. <laughs> Does that bother Strange a little bit? And that's why he wants to do something like that? Does it bother him? And then I said this before. Each movie after Endgame or TV show, we've seen how these characters have handled the Thanos thing and have handled the, the snap and have handled all of that. We've seen like, you know, how the world has changed. Like Wanda, how they handle it. What's happened to Lot? Like all this stuff. We haven't, and we've even seen how Peter Parker's handled it in Far From Home. 
when the loss of Tony Stark. We haven't seen how Strange has handled it yet either. So that's why I don't know. Is he just not thinking clearly because of what's how he's handling it? Because he knew Tony was going to die. He was gone for five years. So we don't know. That's just that's way overthinking it. But we don't know. But I do right. agree. Like that part of it, and then like how easy the spell was botched. I guess or yep. or because who knows? Like I said though, but he said the spell was used for less. Didn't think it was a big deal. Um, I love the interaction with Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Um, I thought you it was just great. love everything. You just love everything to do with Benedict. Well, then I forgot they were in a movie before. I forgot. Um, yeah, it's about Thomas Jefferson. I think uh, yeah. they were in a movie. Yes, I love anything Benedict Cumberbatch. I have to watch his movie on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I haven't watched that one either. It looks good. I will. It's 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 definitely on my list. I just haven't got to it. Um, the year. The year of the dog? Nope, the dog. The power of the dog, I think. Power of the dog, yes. Sorry. I think that's what it's anyway. called. But yes, Go on. I, that part of it, yes. Um, I do like, though, how he got to Doctor Strange, because in the trailer it showed us that he was asking Strange to make that spell right away. So that's where the Mephisto things were coming in, of like, why would he just agree to do that? I like the setup of... Peter is always thinking of others. So he goes to strange and just is like, can you just help my friends? Don't help me, but help them. Yeah. I do like that part of it, but I do agree. The setup of the whole spell, whatever. Um, I was the only one laughing when he was like, you didn't call them. You asked me to come here and you didn't call the college. I'm like the only one laughing. I laughed. <laughs> Everybody around me was just like, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, so I do agree with that. Um, what did you think? We finally get to, we saw Otto Octavius pop up. When he was on the bridge, I'm like, it's going to happen, but I don't know how. Once I yeah. saw the interaction with with Peter Parker and Strange and how it didn't match up with the trailer, I said, okay, it's it, it means nothing now, so I'm going to be totally surprised at whatever happens. And I loved it. Looks better. Yeah. He looks like the comic book version. He doesn't have the curly hair. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. What did you think of the Bluetooth at the end there, where he got to take over? I love that part. Yes, that was that was cool. Um, no, that whole thing was that whole thing was great. I mean, reintroducing him primarily, um, I thought that was that was awesome. Uh, that was a great. Uh, I I knew. I mean, I would rather just me personally. I would rather just not see trailers. Um, I think. I know so much going into these movies anymore. I just think it takes some of it away. Now, granted, they they did kept uh, keep a lot of it from us. Mm -hmm. I didn't I don't didn't know the entire movie just by the trailers. But as soon as we got to that scene on the highway, I knew exactly what was happening. I knew mm -hmm. this is where we're going to see Octavius, and you know whatever happens after that, I don't know necessarily. But like as soon as we saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is where this happens. So, because he was in that suit that we saw him in the trailer, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I was, I was expecting that to happen, um, but I thought he was great. Getting Alfred Molina back was was wonderful. I thought he was a great addition to this movie. Um, loved it, loved it. Did you think that fight scene was really incredible? Because a lot of podcasts I listened to, they said they loved that fight scene. It was better than the fight scenes they had in Spider Man Two, like the original. That could be. Just because of CGI, be. like CGI is better than it was. Yeah, yeah, everything is improved. I, I was trying to go back and rewatch um, the other Spider-Man movie, mm -hmm. Spider-Man movies too, 
um, before this. And I made it, I watched the first one. I didn't make it through all the second one. But my takeaway from rewatching the first Spider Man, Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie, uh, are you familiar with the movie Jingle All the Way, Steve? I am. I am. I am familiar. The action scenes, because Jingle All the Way is a personal favorite of mine around the holidays. Jingle All the Way, or Spider Man, the action scenes reminded me of the action scenes in Spider and Jingle All the Way. It was like. It was odd. Jingle All the Way is older. It's a few years older than Spider-Man, but you can tell it's very similar technology mm-hmm. and how they do a lot of this stuff. Just seeing the goblin fly in there. and um, But yeah, so yes, you know, after however many years it's been, since those almost 20 years or whatever since those movies came out, um, yeah, the technology is going to be quite improved. Um, and that was obvious. Uh, so yeah, it definitely looked a lot cleaner. Um, the action scenes... I don't, yeah, I don't think the action scenes are the things that hold up the most from um, those first two Tobey Maguire movies, especially. Mm-hmm. I think those are both regarded as two of the best superhero movies in general we've probably ever had. Um, and so, no, the action sequences aren't the things that are going to hold up that well 20 years later. Um, but so, yeah, they definitely looked a lot better in this one for sure. I would agree. Yeah, because... I heard a pod. I listened to a podcast between seeing it the first time and the second time, and they were talk just so that way I did it. So that way, when I heard what other people saw, I could go back and see what they're seeing. And that's one of the things yeah. they talked about. So when I rewatched it, I said, "Yeah, this is great." And then how I love how that fight scene happens. He takes control, which I think is hilarious. Peter Parker's in wrinkly clothes. Love it. That's- that was cool. <laughs> I love how they're still keeping it with the Tobey Maguire vibe of like they have no money. Like this is all they have, and yeah especially after seeing Spider-Man and you go back and rewatch the old ones, they're on TV for like the entire weekend Yeah, watching it. And then I love how you, the vibe you got when you saw the pumpkin bomb roll in and he, and green goblin comes in, but I love how they didn't go straight to fighting him. Like immediately yeah. it goes, that would have been too much. Like you said, the fight sequences back then weren't the thing today. They can go on too long. Marvel is known for going on way too yes. long in some of this. I loved how yep. each fight scene we got was not too long up until near the end. Yep. That, you know, they're not too long. Um, I forgot one thing. When, when the when the spell botched, it was total Loki vibes, am I correct, in saying that? It just felt like the color. Yeah. It looked like Loki yeah. at the end. It, it I was, could see that. And we'll get to that later because I have a whole other yeah. thing with Loki later on. Um, <laughs> okay. Again, I loved Octavius and Doctor Strange interaction. Uh, to Aaron getting got. Yeah, that's another thing we forget. Go yep. back and rewatch the original Doctor Strange. He's arrogant. He is Tony Stark. He, is, he can be. Correct. And you can tell when he's mad at people. That's another thing I realized. He'll call people by their last name when he's mad at them or doesn't like them. If you realize that. When he was around Stark, he just said Stark. Up until he knew Tony was going to die, he said Tony Peter, like when he saw Peter, he calls him Peter until he pisses him off and he just starts calling him Parker. He won't call him by your first name if he doesn't like him. That's a tell I figured out. Just so you know. If you wanna... That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so I had Loki vibes. I didn't know if I was the only one. Um, I love that interaction. Uh, then I love, again, the trailer changed it. They bring in Ned and MJ and where he was like, Scooby-Doo this crap. And it's really like, Scooby-Doo this shit. And I started. Well, yeah, 
they're not going to put shit in trailers. I know, but so. I loved it. I loved how that was set up. Yes. I love how she kind of told him off. Loved it. <laughs> this is your fault. And the look he gives, I just was like, ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of sass there. A lot of sass. Um, I love the interaction with all three of those characters, Ned, you yeah. know, Tom Holland and all them. And I love the interaction. They got great chemistry. All three of them do. Yes. I've watched a lot of their like press junket interview type things where they're all three together, you know, doing things for whatever the, you know, um, media outlet is. And they're just, they're just a fun group. Just, just to listen, just to watch the three of them interact. Um, you can tell they really enjoy each other, really enjoy each other's company. They've been doing this for a while now. Um, it, it's really fun to watch the three of them and, and on screen it's they're incredible they they work really well together as a group um i love the lizard he just pops in there i just kind of wish we would have saw strange get him we just kind of have to assume what happened and- yeah he uh if i remember right he didn't really have much of a role in his movie um in his original movie which ever of the amazing spider-man movies it was uh um he was either, I think one? it was the first one. Yeah, because he was the first one. Yeah. He wasn't really, he didn't really have much to do in that movie. So it was kind of fitting that they just kind of threw him in there. Uh, as, as, yeah, they had a lot to, they had a lot to do in two and a half hours of runtime. They had a lot to do and they tried to cram a lot into it. So that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, you just want more, you just want more Doctor Strange on screen. And I get that. I, I respect, I respect that. Uh, but I know what it is. <laughs> I do love how, though, how Benedict Cumberbatch said he didn't read the whole script. He read his parts, figured out his yeah. parts. So when he watched the movie, he could be like, oh, this is what it is, which I loved. Right. Um, lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. One question I'm going to ask you, and we could I'll ask it again later on. People think he's acting strange no pun intended during the whole movie they said what is wrong with him and i swear to god i'm done with the mephisto thing i am done i'm over it he's never coming to the mcu it's over (laughs) i knew right from the get-go uh the way the spell was set up this is him this is him this is nobody else they're saying he's acting weird the entire movie so just we'll get to a scene of why that people are saying this we haven't got there yet that he's acting weird. And again, I think it's from him not being the Sorcerer Supreme. If he is acting weird, I think it's how he's handling the Tony Stark thing. We don't, the Christine thing, which we'll find out in the next movie, spoilers. We don't know what's going on in his world. Yeah. Um, 
And then we get the black outfit Spider-Man, which was great, just inside out. Like, yeah, I thought there was going to be more to that. I was so I thought it was the, uh, <laughs> I thought Doctor Strange made it like the whole time. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more to the the story of that suit, but it was just no, it's just my suit inside out. Oh, okay. Did yeah. <laughs> some people had a problem with how Jamie Foxx looked in this because he looked different, not not the color, but just he's not the nerd looking person like he was in the Amazing Spider-Man two, I think. Yes. Um, did you have a problem with it? And and then they also said he was funny. And he's not that funny in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I said, some things in movies you just have to accept. There's no rhyme or reason. I had no problem with him being different. I didn't really have much of a problem with it. But that was, I would guess, 100% Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Um, basically saying, if I'm going to be in this movie, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm not going to be the, you know, the primary person in this movie, these are the rules we're going to follow. I'm going to look cooler. I'm going to look better. I'm going to look cooler. I'm not going to be a geek. Uh, I want it to be different because if you ask, I don't think that I had an issue with it, um, but I don't know that the, I'm not sure how it makes sense <laughs> with the story um, because they're supposed to just be pulling these people straight from their universes as they are. So why did he change when he came over? Yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. There are some things about this movie that no, it's, it's not perfect. And I'm not going to no. sit here and try to tell you the Spider-Man far from home is a perfect movie. Cause it is not. No. Um, but that's just one of those things where you just kind of have to accept it for what it is. That was clearly a decision that was made, probably brought on by Jamie Foxx himself uh, as a stipulation to be in the movie. And they went with it. They just kind of said, all right, whatever. We'll just overlook this part. We'll have some sort of throwaway line in the movie to somewhat explain it. And then people will forget about it. So I didn't have an issue with it, but that was not the cleanest part of the movie. No, I mean, because they they said he's funnier. You know, I've only seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 once, but I can remember some parts where he's like a nerd. Yeah. Falls into the eel tank and all that stuff. Um, but like he's like, I'm just, just going to pretend I'm not naked in the woods. Like, he's really funny. But you're right. That's probably Jamie yeah. Foxx saying, hey. Uh, that was, I think that was just all him. Him and his agent, they put that in the contract. Because he's training to be Mike Tyson, I think, in a movie. So I think, he wants, I think he wants people to know, like, hey, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. And I like how... We'll get to Green Goblin here in a second. I love how they're being pulled from different spots. So, like, Octavia said he had Spider-Man and his... And if you go back and watch the movie... Didn't they try to explain that as they were pulled from the moment right before they died? Or something like that? Maybe. I know Electro said he was. He said he had the thing on. He was supposed to be energy and he comes in. So maybe that's a good point because... I had forgot when Octavius has Peter in his thing. That was right before he drowned. So it was, that's a good point. Sandman never was close to dying. I feel like that was one of the lines that they, that's was some, something that they mentioned in the movie was that's where they were, these people were pulled from. But again, that's part of the logic that I had some issues with. I just don't, again, it's a Marvel movie. The last big movie was about time travel. So I can't, you know, sit here and, and nitpick it for logic reasons necessarily, but I can only give it so much leeway mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the logic behind it. 
and that yes, yeah, some of the setup for how these characters got here, why they are here, that none of some of that stuff just does not make sense to me personally. Yeah, like, does that take it away from the fact that I think it's a great movie? No, I, it doesn't. But I think it does take it down a little bit, keeps it from being even better than it was. Right, because what Feige say they had a meeting before these movies were made and stuff said we have to under have set rules of what this multiverse is. We have to set rules on this. And I think with the Doctor Strange spell stuff, they do go out on a limb and just kind of go, just accept it the way it is. Yep. Like when we get to the end, like how that happened, like we just have to accept how it yep. is. Um, and that's what that's what movies are. That's yeah. what you know, you know, fixed based on you know properties like this, like based on fictional things. Like that's you just have to suspend your level of disbelief for a lot of these movies. These are fantasy movies. Um, so yeah, you just have to accept a lot of that. But as I said, I can, I can give it so much, so much leeway, but some of it's a little, little too much in my opinion. Right. And we'll, and we'll get to one, cause I was fine with it in the movie up until a point, which we'll get there when the theater erupted in the next part, but we'll get there because it was everybody that knows Peter Parker, Spider-Man is going to show up. That was the whole premise like they yeah. know a Peter Parker is Spider-Man and it, whatever. Um, I'm just going to say it. William Defoe stole the movie. My he God. Was incredible. I loved how he destroyed the mask right away to kind of prove like, Hey, this cheesy mask, I can make the own facial expressions myself. Yep. So I loved how he destroyed it. I loved his, his, act, I'm just going to say it, the whole movie, his acting was better than the first one. The first one he was in, Killed sure. it. Killed it. He is a great actor. Um, he showed that he has lost nothing off of his fastball. Um, he cemented his Green Goblin, honestly, as one of the greatest comic book movie villains of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would, you know, I thought I thought his character was already pretty. It would be fairly high up there. Um, the MCU as great as they are, is not known for creating the greatest villains. So even in their 25 movie history or whatever, there's really only a handful that I would, you know, even put in these discussions. Uh, But for him to do what he's done now, two movies, 20 odd years apart, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, I would put him right up there. You know, he's not Heath Ledger Joker. In my opinion, that's number one. That's one of one. Um, but he, that next tier, whoever else is in that tier with him, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but he, he would be in that tier for me personally. I think that again, a lot of this becomes from the fact that the MCU has been terrible with villains, but he was great. He was both him and Molina were great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Willem Dafoe was, this was the standout for me in terms of the villains and maybe the whole movie. Yeah. None of them skipped a beat. From like no. picking up with their characters, no, none of them, besides Jamie Foxx. But we, that's Jamie Foxx saying we're going to change it up a bit. Yeah, but the rest didn't skip a beat. Sandman didn't skip a beat. Um, now I know it wasn't really him there, right? It was just his voice. Whoever plays Sandman, Thomas Hayden Church. I mean, he showed up. He w- it was his body at the end. They someone um, said that was a clip from the third movie. Like he never oh, was. That could have been. That could have been. I don't know. Very possible. I mean, I know that when they did the thing at the end, he it mm-hmm. was him. That's what I thought I too. I have, I have no idea. It could have been. They could have just used his voice or something. Who knows? 
it's yeah, I don't not know how, like it's that busy of an actor. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how true it was. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Someone I had heard. I don't know. On a podcast, like they just used his voice because it was too expensive to have him there or something. I have no idea. And I'm like, what? I don't know how he would be more expensive than some of these other people, but and, whatever. I don't and, know. And William Defoe did all of his own stunts, which yep. is another thing I respect being 60 some years old. Dude's incredible. He's an incredible actor. Um, um, he was also in another movie that came out just a few weeks ago called Nightmare Alley with Bradley Cooper. Um, he was great in that movie too. There was just not nearly enough of him. I was kind of surprised. Like I, I figured he was going to be in way more of this movie because um, he's a, he's a tremendous actor. Uh, so yeah, the, he's, he was great. He was great in the first Spider-Man and he was great in this. And he's one of the goats in my opinion. They're supposed to be making a Boondock Saints 3 now. Like it's been... But like, no, Boondock Saints. But he was in the first one and I loved him in the first one. Yeah. And Man, I forgot about that movie. Norman Reedus come out and said they're writing it right now. And so he'll bring him back. Norman Reedus is rumored to be the ghost writer in the MCU. Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. I kind of wanted to be Keanu uh, Reeves, but that's just me. That would make more sense. Um, I don't know if that's happening either. But but anyway, yes, William know. Defoe showed up, loved it. That's when the theater erupted again when they showed his face. That was the only problem. They show him on the bridge, then they show without his face, covering everything up, show the mask, like trying to hide him. I'm like, just show who he is. We all know it's William Defoe. You're not going to have a different person. That was another thing. They want to keep it like secret that it was him. I'm like, just say it. Who cares? Like, we all know he's coming back. Um, the acting with... They tried. Yeah, they tried. The acting they with tried. Aunt May was good. Because he has to play... I love how he can play two different personalities. So when he was playing Osborne, they were talking to Aunt May. was great. This is where... He was, yeah, he was wonderful. Am I the only one annoyed with Peter when it came down to... So they trap all... You know, he's showing them where the villains are. He wants to help them. Aunt May saying, you got to help them, you got to help them. And I'm sitting there going, okay, here we go. Here comes where the movie plot is. This is, um, then, you know, straight now we have a cheat sheet. Strange is there like, oh, you, he shows up. Oh, you got them, you know, and puts Osborne in the, in the thing. And Peter's like, they're all going to die because all, you know, they all find out they're dead. And strange is like, they have to go. They have, this is the, their fate. We have a cheat sheet. From the what if episode of Doctor Strange, we realize that you can't change that point in time. And Strange knows that. I got frustrated. I was like, Peter's moral compass is coming and saying we can't send them back or they're gonna die. Yeah. Like now again, we're all sitting there going, You don't know, you idiot. We've seen the Spider-Man movies. We know why. We know how what who they are. Yeah. I got very annoyed about like it's a movie, but you're sitting there going, They're villains, you're not gonna save them. You know, and I didn't know where they were going. I didn't know where they were going with that at that time. Like, what do you mean by save them in that point? Okay. So here's here's my... Th- I don't know if I call this an issue. Um, but there has been... I don't want to say it's a lot of talk. But I've heard some people that have been critical about these movies. This, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, and that have been critical about him and, and all these things. Um, we We have to remember that this version of Peter Park Parker is a 17 year old mm-hmm. kid. Um, 
granted, Tom Holland is much older than that. He's probably mid twenties by now. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he has been an Avenger. Bitch, he's been to space. Um, <laughs> like we have, we have to remember he's st- this character is still just a seventeen or eighteen year old kid. I get it. He's a genius. I get that he's an Avenger. That he's been to space. I, I, whatever. He's still a eighteen year old kid, and we have to remember that sometimes. Um, I know that I have heard other people that have been critical about the lack of letting him be his own, have his own movies. Um, the first movie had had to be tied in with with Iron Man. Had to be tied in with Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark. Second movie had to be tied in with, um, well, really Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, he kind of really used as more of that, you know, and even Nick Fury to an extent. Um, and this one, it was, you know, Doctor Strange. Um, and people have been critical about, why can't you just let him have his own movie where he doesn't have to have somebody looking up to look up to? And my response is, he doesn't have a father figure in his life. And he's a 16-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to have issues. And he's going to... Like, that's just a thing. Like, we can't, we keep trying to, I think we, people are trying to, for, or they're just forgetting that he's just supposed to be this young kid in these movies that we're just, we're just forgetting this. And that's something that I think goes into what you're saying. I think that he is, he's just a kid. So kids do stupid things. Um, That was his moral compass speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, He thought that he could change them and correct them and help them and good on him for wanting to try. Was it ridiculous? Yes. Should you be listening to Dr. Strange? Yeah, probably. Um, but he was just trying to be the good guy and I respect that. Um, he's also a 18 year old kid. So, you know, got to take it for what it's worth. Well, strange said that during the spell afterwards, he said, after all we've been through, I keep forgetting you're a kid. Yeah. So that's a good point. I think maybe it's also because in the original Spider-Mans, we saw an origin thing of like, he's with Aunt May. He's a senior in high school. We didn't really get that with him. It was just in civil war. Like he's going to show up because they didn't. Yeah. They probably feel like we didn't need an origin story because of the Tobey Maguire movies. So like, we don't need. And the Garfield movies. We didn't need, we didn't need another, you know, origin story for him. So yes, you're right. We didn't get that. So I think that all goes into this. I think that people have been critical about some of the decisions that have been made for him had that he has made his character has made in these movies. But as I said, I think you just have to remember that he is a child in these movies. Then we get a, Um, then we get a Spider-Man strange showdown. Yep. And I have a problem with how powerful they can make strange look and then how not powerful they can make him look at the same time. That drives me up a wall. But I know in this fight scene, he wasn't trying to hurt Peter. He wasn't trying to hurt him. He was just trying to get the box to set that spell. Yeah, um, you're right. I agree with that. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. But I think a lot of that just goes to like, yeah, if Strange was just going to do what Strange can do, then this movie just wouldn't exist. I mean, you have to be able to, you know, I think there's a theory that Dr. Strange and Wanda Maximoff could have probably taken down Thanos themselves. 
Um, but that wouldn't make for a good movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> or like what if where vision just cuts Thanos in half and it's over. It's like, we're done. Yeah. We're I mean, done. I think that there are, there are universes out there where some of these things could just happen pretty quickly. Uh, but we have to, you know, have to make a two and a half hour long movie here. So we can't just, you know, have that happen. So I, I agree with you, but I think that's, you know, that's well, probably, probably why. Hello, everybody. Sorry for the interruption, but this podcast episode you're listening to with Logan, where we talk about Spider-Man, we'll get into a little bit of Hawkeye, a little bit of the future of either Sony and the MS, um, MCU universe. It was a very long episode, uh, so I decided to split it up into two, so you'll get part two later on, but I hope you're enjoying this part one. Again, it was a long episode, but it's always a great time talking with Logan. Again, he's a great communicator, uh, great uh, podcast host and podcast guest. Uh, just a long episode I decided to split into two, or unless you were going to listen to two hours of Straight Just Me and Logan, so it was just fun to split up into two parts. Uh, so sorry for this interruption. Uh, you'll get part two later on. Hope you enjoyed part one. Go check out Logan's podcast as well while you're waiting, the No One Asked Us podcast. Him and Craig uh, talk about movies and sports and everything else, so go check that out. Go check out other Geek Corner stuff that me and Logan have done. So the, sorry for the interruption. You'll get part two later on. Thanks for listening. And me and Logan will be back for part two of Geek Corner talking Spider-Man No Way Home, Hawkeye, a little bit of Doctor Strange, and the future of Marvel. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.